Hey, it's Gaz here. You may know me from getting there with Gaz and Gaz on the go right here on Gazzilla Media. I just want to stop into this podcast and tell you about one of our great sponsors that's sponsoring this podcast, and that's Techies Fire and Water Restoration, your best way back to normal. If you've got fire, water, mold damage to your home, call Tech East right now. Tech East Fire and Water Restoration, 518-915-1062. Now, some of you didn't write that number down. And I know it's going to be a moment, but it maybe happens this summer where all of a sudden sometimes that apartment, that has that house, that condo, whatever you got going on this summer, you see damage, you don't know who to call, you call Tech East Fire and Water Restoration, 518-915-1062, tefirewater.com. Give them a follow on social media as well. Check out their new Twitter page at teast518 and also on Facebook. Check out Tech East Fire and Water Restoration. I also got to add, Sunday, July 11th, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m., Levac and Gaz were back. Thanks to Tech East. Thanks to the Hideaway at the Saratoga Lake Golf Club. We'll be broadcasting live on the Godzilla Media YouTube page, on the Tech East Fire and Water Restoration Facebook page. And the day after, you can listen to the episode on demand on Apple and Spotify. Levac and Gaz joining Godzilla Media. Now, back to this episode of a Godzilla Media podcast. Welcome back to the Trav and Rigney Show, and happy birthday, America! America, happy birthday! No, I was gonna join. I know, you know, I didn't, wasn't sure if you were gonna, and I, I was, I, I decommitted from that idea. Yeah, I was fully committed I'm until you decommitted. I'm sorry, it's fine. Uh, but yes, uh, happy Fourth of July, mm-hmm. happy Aber- happy happy America birthday. You nailed it! <laughs> you nailed it, buddy. <laughs> happy uh, birthday to America. We. What did you do today? I well, I left camp after a very long stay there over at the lake. Yeah. And then I did some running around, and we did some Fourth of July barbecue stuff. And then I, before I got here, I let off about five hundred dollars worth of fireworks. That's awesome. And I didn't lose a single finger or toe. Good job. And I didn't hurt anybody. The anti JPP. Exactly. Very good. There was another adult that was in charge too. So. Oh, they were watching you. Well, no, we we were both just lighting them <laughs> off at the same time. We were doing two. Oh, okay. We were doing two at the same time, but That's it required cool. two lighters, and we didn't kill anybody, so it was a success. Very good Fourth of July. Yeah. How about yeah. you? Uh, we went to Kay's aunt's house, and we did some swimming. Um, we played this awesome new game that I have to show you. Okay. It's basically like you know, like camping chairs. Yes. This thing has a hole in the butt of it with a net on it. Okay. And interested. You, yes, and then you take the backs off and you can put a field goal on the back of the chair. And then you have to stand 40 feet away. It's kind of like it's kind of like cornhole in okay. a sense. You have to stand like 40 feet away and throw a little football and if you get it in the net, that's a touchdown and then you get to kick a field goal or you get to kick the extra point yeah. to the field goal. Or if you just hit the chair, then that's 3 points. If you hit it off the ground and it goes into the net, that's a safety for two points. Or if you throw it and you hit it off the chair and then the other team catches it, that's an interception. And then they walk as many steps as the score is currently, like, deficit. Right? So, like, you're winning 24 to 17. Like, they would take seven steps towards your goal and then try to throw it into the net for a pick six. Is this a game you made up or is this a game? No, it's a real game. Oh. Yeah. I kind of want to buy it for our weekend away. Okay. It would be a lot of fun. 
I'm down. Okay. That was a long intro. No, it's fine. I I love when we do new games. The last time we did a new game, Flong became a part of the Beer Olympics, so... True. So I'm always down to here. But let's, for a moment, if you don't mind... I don't mind. I know you don't. Let's talk about a friend of the show. Okay. Do you know what friend it is? Our new old friend? Our newest old friend. Our oldest new friend. Oldest and newest old friend. Very intermittent. Minute, like, eight. <laughs> <laughs> right, oh guys. my god! Uh, neither one of us have been drinking today, by the way. Actually, I probably should speak for myself. Yeah, I haven't drank a thing. Yeah, me neither. Water. Um, no, let's talk about a friend of the show, yes. Mohawk Honda. Yes, my favorite type of Honda. Yeah, they're great. The Hondas are great. Mohawk Honda is great. I, I also love Mohawks. Yeah. So you traded in a vehicle, and now what? Every dealer wants your trade-in because there's a shortage of inventory. So you trade it in, and then you get some money in your hands. But now what? Have you ever traded in a vehicle? Yeah. Did they give you a lot of money? Yeah. A hundred dollars. I can't. I can't help feel like you're lying. A hundred dollars, bro. For a car you drove there, right? Drove there. That's ridiculous. It was an Audi. (sighs) That's insane. Mm -hmm. So you bring it there. They give you cash, but they don't have anything for you to buy. But at Mohawk Honda, not only will they give you top dollar, not $100. The toppest of dollars. The top dollar on the pile. Yes. For your trade-in. And they have acres and acres of inventory for you to choose from. Mm-hmm. So they have the largest inventory in vehicles in the region. And that means you choose the one that's right for you and not just what's there. Like you got to choose from best available. That's what right. Some dealers will talk about their values, but Mohawk Honda would rather show you that there's not only value in selection, but more importantly, value in how you were treated. I like the way you made sense. Yeah, it's good, right? So don't feel pressured into buying something from another dealer, because that's the best they can do. Go to Mohawk Honda and buy the vehicle you deserve. Their vast selection of certified pre-owned vehicles is guaranteed to fit your need and your lifestyle, not the dealer's values. This summer, selection is king, and no one has more to choose from than Mohawk Honda. They will always go out of the way to please you, buddy. Yeah. And um, go there, buy a car, tell them that the Trav and Rigney show sent you. Yeah, do it. Okay? De- don't forget that part. Yeah. Okay? All right. Sawyer, friend of the show. He's a cool guy. Yeah. I went to his house Saturday. Did you guys have fun? I had a lot of fun. We played football in the rain. I would totally would have tagged along with you guys, but I was away. Yeah, I know. It's fine. We texted you. Nobody texted me. Yeah, no. Nobody I only knew because Murph texted me. <laughs> it said, what are you up to? Because I think he was about to say, come to Sawyer's. And I was, I was at the lake. And then I was concerned about if we were doing that thing next Saturday. That's Saturday. Neither here nor Next Saturday. Yep. We're having a doubles tournament. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Headaches Beer Olympics. Headaches Beer Olympics, <laughs> since he can't make it to the real one. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, but I had a lot of fun at Sawyer's house. He had a lot of, uh, he, he loves listening to the podcast. Which I love to hear. Yeah. I love to hear that he hears us. Yeah. That's the greatest I, thing. I had, and this is a compliment we were given today, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. We were given that? As a show, you and I. This is the first time. It I'm was hearing. said to my face, but it was meant for our show. It was also meant for my face? Yeah. Okay. It was just said to mine. A bifacial compliment. Yeah. Like an interfacial. So weird. Interfacial? A bifacial? <laughs> okay, uh, go ahead. Uh, somebody said, hey, and it was a, it was a, family member but they were like i listened to the show i hadn't gotten around to it until mm-hmm. now and i listened to it and she's like and then i listened to like 
all of the ones you've done in the last month. And she's That's like, dope. but but now also, I listen to podcasts because I like the way you guys do podcasts. I didn't have the heart to be like, that's how all podcasts are done. So yeah. I wanted her to think like that. We we, we created podcasts. We are the, yeah. we're, we're, the trailblazers yeah. of podcasts. We laid the ground yeah. for, for podcasts. Like, so, you know, turned around to podcasts. Hey. So I was like, hey. Somebody had to do it. Yeah, right. I'm glad it was us. Yeah. yeah. We're, the, we're a gateway drug for podcasts. A gateway drug for podcasts. <clears throat> That's okay. We're yeah, legalized. but no, uh, we we had a lot of fun at Sora's house. Uh, I whooped him uh, twice in in Birio Kart, mm. so that was a good time. How do you feel about that? I feel great. No, how did he feel about that? He felt great. He felt great. I found that nobody ever to, feels great when to, they get whooped on. To be to be beaten by me? Yep. Yeah, that's worse. It's like Jordan dunking on you. Mm. I just yeah can't I help but that. feel like I did that. I took that personally. You took it personally. <laughs> Why? Yeah, you're sorry. LeBron. You're number two. No. Oh my God. You deserve even, to be in the I conversation. You deserve to be in the conversation, that. but you are number two. Oh God. Can we restart the show? Because I don't like how any of that went at all. Welcome back to the Trevor <laughs> Ridley Show. We have a newer old friend. <sighs> no nope, podcast. I'm not doing it again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it. I'm saying I don't think people generally enjoy getting whomped on in burial cart no but it's I mean, a tremendously fun game to play so it was the first time i think he played on n64 in like 14 years so he you know whatever per use somebody who hasn't played in a while is gonna get whomped on i understand yeah rigney's a good burial carter didn't i've help. been practicing a lot yeah i had been too like a lot a lot well when i say i had been too the last time i played was at merce house but yeah. i did all right i play every night upstairs good i'm glad so, I'm taking home Sherbert Land this year, so whatever. I'm not even doing Sherbert, so get wrecked. That's fine. I won't. No, you get wrecked because I'm not doing Sherbert. No, that's fine that you're not doing it. I won't get wrecked. You will get wrecked because there's like three other good people on your race. Yeah, and I'm, I'll beat them all. No, you're going to get wrecked. Oh, my God. All, all right. right. Anyway, go ahead. So, a couple things, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to mark them off here one at a time. Let's do it. I'm going to start with the least important one. The, actually, I shouldn't say that. It's very important. The Yankees are not playing very well. Yes. And by not playing very well, I mean they've been playing like garbage. Are they currently playing, or is that game? No, because they had a doubleheader today, and they won the first. Or they lost the first. They one, lost the first one, and they won the second one. Did they beat the Mets the second one? Yeah. Well, the, the Mets still won the series, so hats off. Which was the next bullet point I had here in the paper. Yeah. Mets win Subway Series. Did they? Did I, am I wrong about that? Is this a four game series? Uh, well, they're playing the Brewers next, so okay, series so is definitely series over. over. Mets win. Good job, man. Congrats. Yeah, it's got to feel good to be the Yankees, right? Even if they're not very good. Well, right now? you wrote down Met. You wrote down uh, Red Sox killing it. Yankees not so much. <laughs> Mets win the Subway Series. So I don't even feel. How do I feel great about that? <laughs> okay, so I I, I mean feel- we're we're forty three and thirty seven, right? And which. Is we've won more games than we've lost. Mm-hmm. That's good. That is always good. But everybody in our division sucks. Yeah, that's fine. All you need to do is make the playoffs. Doesn't yeah. matter how you got there. We might be able to do that. I told. But we have to win our division to do that. Oh really? Well, yeah. Everybody else is. Yeah. I mean, you can make a wild card, but if your division's really bad, you're, nobody's going to be in the wild card from your team. Right. Or from your division, I mean. Right. Um. So I, I had a conversation with Brad last night while we were at the camp on the lake, and we were talking about. How the Red Sox, they lost in overtime last night. Yeah. Uh, overtime. In extra innings. I knew what you meant. And, and I watched every minute of that game. And it was a great game. And But the Yankees had also lost. And I said, 
I'm not nearly as upset as I would have been because the Yankees lost. Right. And I said, sometimes I think that I want the Yankees to lose more than I want the Red Sox to win. And he was like, that's not cool. Like, as a Red Sox fan, you should just always want... I'm like, I do always want them to win. But I really... I think sometimes I just want the Yankees to lose more. So you can see the genesis of your fandom. Yeah. You're a Red Sox fan because you hate the Yankees. You're not a Red... You you don't hate the Yankees because you're a Red Sox fan. I guess so. Yeah. Is that a bad thing? Is that what you're saying? No, that's fine. Because you, I, boo-boo? I still... Root for the Red... Like, even when we don't have anything to do with the Yankees. Like, when we're playing a regular... Like, we're playing... We played the A's all weekend. I was still upset when we gave and up you, runs. And, and I you're was... still rooting for the Mets. Because the Yankees were playing the Mets. Well, and also, I'm always sort of, kind of, in my heart, rooting for the Mets. There's a lot of Mets fans in my family. Yeah. Um, but I'm saying, even though we weren't playing the Yankees... I was still upset when we gave up runs, and I was pumped when we would score runs in extra innings. And so I... I'm a Red Sox fan. It's a strong fandom. I just really, really, really hate the Yankees. That's all. That's fair. They hate us, too. It's an even trade. Yeah. They hate us. Um, I hate both of you. That's fine. You can do that. Okay. The Yankees are currently 10 games back, though. That's a big number. That is a big number. There's a, it's only half, midway through the season. That means they have to win 10, and the Red Sox have to lose 10 in a row, consecutively, yeah. one after another. But with 81 games left in the season... Give or take, I don't really know how many each team has left, but with 81, generally speaking, left, there's a lot of games for them to make a to make up a 10 game deficit. So, right. I will, by no means am I being like, oh, sucks to be the Yankees, they missed the playoffs. No, because very easily the Red Sox could go on a slide, and then we could be in last place, and the Yankees could be first again, and my life will be an absolute nightmare. And you know, that would be funny. Yeah, that would suck. And then we just won't. When that happens, we just won't talk about baseball unless you're going to talk about the Mets. Nope. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, do you do you want to? Did you know Jacob Degrom was the only Mets player to make the All Star team? Uh, no, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know the All Star team was a. I didn't know they announced that yet. Uh, I don't know if they did it gradually, like trickled in, like little yeah, by I didn't little. Even hear anything? Only about two it. from the Red Sox made it, so don't feel. I bad. just saw the only thing I saw about Degrom like this weekend was. Games with 14 or more strikeouts, the whole MLB has three. DeGrom has four. Yeah, he threw 14 strikeouts the other day in five innings. That's in, that, is that mathematically possible? <laughs> <laughs> I guess 15 uh, you can, yeah. 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 But 14, that's wild. Yeah. Because that's only uh, once, so you didn't, that, yeah, according like, to math. And, and, and I may, maybe... Let me be clear about something first, right? Disclaimer. Mm-hmm. Transparent, even. Mm. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Transparent. Um, I didn't fact check that. That was told to me by a Mets fan. Oh, okay. So I assumed the information was accurate, because why brag about it and have it be wrong? You know what I mean? Because dumb people. Well, and Larry's like 80 years old, so... He's not oh. that He's not that old, but... He's a Mets fan? I think he's... I think he's... he's what he said, yeah, he's a long lifetime Mets fan. I didn't know he was a Actually, Mets what I think he said to me was... DeGrom threw 14 strikeouts in, I think, five innings. I think that was his exact quote. So maybe it was six innings. That's still impressive. Either way, he threw a butt-ton of strikeouts and not a complete game, which is very, very impressive. What, what like, constitutes a butt-ton? What, what is a butt-ton of, of well, strikeouts? It depends on what we're thing you're measuring. We're talking about strikeouts. Yeah. Oh, okay, a butt-ton of strikeouts? Is it double digits? 
Well, that would also depend on how many innings, right? Because if it's two innings and you threw six strikeouts, that's a button. You That's all of them. That's all of that the outs. That is all of them, yeah. It's all of the outs. But if you still played the rest of the game, then that's still that's that's six. That's not a button. Right, six and nine is not. Yeah. If you threw... If you threw so it's a per inning twenty five strikeouts, that's a butt ton. Yeah, but that's I feel like that's obviously a butt ton. Yeah, right, because you can only throw twenty seven. Yeah, so I feel like ten in nine innings is still kind of a butt ton. Mm, I don't think so. No, I think it's got to be at least a dozen. Has to be a dozen. If you're if you're pitching a full <laughs> game, it be, has to be a so dozen. I an entirely different way to measure things. A dozen is a butt ton. <laughs> All right, I, that makes sense. Uh, if I were to eat a dozen cookies, is that a butt ton? No, because it's not strikeouts. See, that's what I said. It matters. Or does it matter what over... What you're measuring matters. Okay, so does it matter over how long I'm eating these cookies for? If I eat a dozen cookies in a half hour... If you eat a dozen cookies in 45 seconds, that's a butt ton of cookies. Yeah, but that's so fast. That's obviously a butt ton. <laughs> Let's. I'm saying, like, a half hour... But you see that there has to be another variable, so I'm trying to tell you... It can't just be how many cookies is a butt ton. There's got to be something else, like how many innings you pitched or how many seconds you had to eat all those cookies. So it's like X over time. Yeah. X so is cookies. and a whole other variable for it to X be X is cookies. X, X over Y equals butt Z. Ton. Z is butt ton. Yeah. Here's, I can't even believe we're using verbiage like variables. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And though. then also referring to butt tons. Butt tons. <laughs> well, butt tons, it needs to be a measurable thing, I think, in our I just society. use it a lot. Yeah. Because it doesn't even sound, it sounds funnier than saying ass ton. Is $1,000 ever a butt ton of money? Yes. In what circumstance? $1,000. If you find $1,000 on the street, that's a, that's butt, a ton. butt ton yeah. of money. $1,000 is a butt ton of money to accidentally send somebody in Venmo. It's a lot of money. That's a lot of money to send somebody. If you say, okay, you meant to send them ten dollars. You sent them a grand. That's a butt ton. Uh, yeah, that's true. I accidentally almost sent my landlord sixteen thousand dollars. Oh my goodness! Good thing I don't have that. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, it would have went. You know. You but there, thanks for the pay, the forward paid rent. Bank was like, uh, "You ain't got that. You ain't got it." Son. Yeah, and I you're was not like, that that's, guy. And I just replied, "That's good." That's good. That's you said back to the bank. That's yeah, good. Said, that's good. Your bank definitely texted you and said, "You're not that guy, pal." Yeah, you're not that guy. They said that. Um, yeah. So, so butt ton uh, needs to be over time for anybody that was curious. Separate We figured that out. I can't believe we just spent as many minutes as we did talking about butt ton being. But is that a butt ton of minutes to spend on it? Nope. If our podcast is forty five minutes and we spent forty three minutes talking about butt ton, that's butt. That's a butt ton. Yeah. Then it's then that then it's a percentage. That's the same thing. I guess essentially. Yeah, which is how much. Because it's the percentage of like a day, like how long, how long of the day am I eating cookies? How, but it's how much of the full amount did you use up? It's the butt ton. Right. It's different though, because if we're talking about the podcast and we're saying like forty three minutes is a butt ton, then that's a large percentage. But if we're talking about cookies, you need to eat that in a small percentage of the day. Yeah, there's just, the, the variable is different, but the variable but, is but there a variable. needs to be another variable. There can't. Yeah. It can't just be. I ate 12 cookies, is that a butt ton? No, because if you ate 12 cookies this year, that's like, step. those are rookie numbers. Set those numbers up. They're not. You're not even playing the game. That's what I mean. Yeah. So the sec, the separate variable matters. Okay. No, that's fair. I, I'm, I feel like people, although they hadn't written in about that, I feel like they needed to know that. Yeah. 
Uh, and so I'm glad we covered this it. This is the first time you've actually questioned me about Budtown, I think. And I've said it a lot on the show. Yeah, well, I feel like I had enough. No, that's fine. I like it. And okay. I like that we had the discussion. And I like it when that it went as long as it did. Me too. Um, Let's okay. carry on our I'm wayward gonna... song. Nice. It's a nice transition. I like that song. What? This is... All right. Let me say first. There's. I'm going to ask you a random question here before we get to another sports topic. Okay. What famous actor or comedian... Would you most want to watch a Harry Potter movie marathon with just you and this person in a room and you can't leave other than to get snacks? Oh, man. Do you have an answer off the top of your dome? Uh, I do. And, and I bet it's not who you think it would be. I don't know who I would think it would be. I don't... That's a butt ton of movies to watch that one night. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's eight movies to watch in one night. That's a butt ton, right? Well, it depends on... It depends on if you consider the uh, the one the the one about the animals, the Harry Potter movie. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I can't even think of the name of this. Okay, movie. I have my answer. Okay. And if it's the same answer as you, I'm pounding the table. Oh, jeez, guys. Are you ready? Yep. Russell Brand. Nope. But that's a good answer. I like that one a lot. That's who you'd want to do I that? feel like he's really intelligent. I feel like he would tell me all the, like, idiosyncrasies of, like, the, of the Harry Potter universe, and he'd be like, oh, see, Hermione there is doing this because of this and this and this, and I'd be like... Yo, you're so smart. You're blowing my mind. Can I? Can you pass the Cheez-Its? You know what nice. I'm it's not. It's it's That's adorable. You think that Russell Brand eats cheated Cheez-Its while he watching? He definitely it. eats Cheez-Its. I He's don't a Cheez-It guy for sure. Tweet at him from the show and ask him if he eats to eat. If he eats cheese nips over Cheez-Its, I'm changing my answer. Oh my god! You know what? That's I'm, okay. I'm changing. my I'll answer. I'll allow it because okay. that's absolutely a thing. Yeah, because cheese nips are hot garbage. See, I would have thought you said Russell Brand because he's probably a hilarious person. To well, watch he is. He's he's really really funny. But I, to watch that movie marathon, marathon specifically with, I feel like is. And it's okay if they talk through this because I've seen it already. I'm okay if they, like, analyze the film out loud to me because I've already seen it. Mm-hmm. So I'm cool with the talking aspect. I have a feeling he doesn't know how to stop talking, which is cool. That's why I invited him over. I want to hear his thoughts. Okay. But if it had been some... If you said, like, oh, you got to watch the Lord of the Rings trilogy, which I had never seen, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to watch it with him because I feel like... I'd be like, yo, I haven't seen this. Shut up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because he would talk the whole time. I feel like he would talk the whole time. Okay. So do you want to know who mine is? Yeah. I... You can't say Chris Farley again. Come on. Fine, I'll take a different... No, that wasn't it. Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan would be pretty interesting, I think. Because I... Not because I... Do you, I feel like he just call everything BS. Maybe. But I also feel like when, he, when he's tasked with something like that, even if it's something he doesn't generally like mm-hmm. he still puts in the effort to he does to acknowledge and try to understand and but then, he, I, then oh. to hear his input on something like a harry potter marathon yeah I, I feel like it would almost be comical but he also admits that he's stupid and doesn't know anything which is fine i like I, that i'm the same way yeah that i'm not always intelligent my biggest problem with really anybody in life is just the fact <laughs> when like I'm, I'm going to get real for a second. Yeah. Okay. Really when people admit, like, I hate it when people don't admit that they don't know something. Like, you know what I mean? Like, ask somebody a question, and instead of, like, admitting that they don't know, like, they just either make it up, or they, they like, I don't know, they push to the side and try to, like, do, like steer away from the question. Mm-hmm. I kind of hate that stuff. Just admit that you don't know something. It's fine. Yeah. My grandma's husband for the longest time, right? My grandma's husband. Well, I don't call him my grandfather because, like, I have, a, I had no, another I grandfather. But, like, anyway, 
So my grandma's husband for like the longest time, we were just trying to get him to download Netflix so my grandmother could watch movies on demand. Mm -hmm. She loved movies. As one does. And he was just like, oh, it doesn't, with the Wi-Fi upstairs and the TVs downstairs, it doesn't reach and we need to get like this Wi-Fi like extender kit and we need to like put that onto our Wi-Fi and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, no, Jim, literally like you just have to connect it to the TV and you'll be fine. And he's like, no, 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 it's much more complicated than that. I'm like, it's re- it's really not. Like, I went to my aunt's house and I hooked it up on four TVs in 25 minutes. That's a butt ton of TVs. That's... In 25 minutes. No, I don't think so, buddy. I'm gonna punch your shoulder. Don't punch the shoulder. Okay, I won't. But anyway, um, long story, <laughs> short walk, drink, long drink. Um, short... Short walk for a long drink. Long... Anyway. <laughs> long walk for a short drink of water. Yeah. Both things are true. Okay. Anyway, all I was saying is I hate when people don't uh, admit that they don't know something. And, and and Joe Rogan often says, listen, I'm stupid. Don't listen to what I say. Yeah. Uh, so, I think I, there was times when I've definitely done that, if I'm being honest. I think for sure I felt like I should know something and then tried to act like I did know something. Yeah. So, I didn't seem stupid because it should be, it's something I probably should have known. Like what though? I'm being vague because I don't, I can't think of an example. Oh, okay, that's fine. But usually I will, because I'm an adult and I can acknowledge without humiliating myself that mm-hmm. I'm kind of an idiot. Uh, I'll just tell people I don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea. Yeah. Like somebody recently asked me how long it would normally take to like edit the show. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't, I don't know. And they're like, isn't it your show? I'm like, well, I mean. We have a show, and I don't have any part in the editing process. Right. So I'm like, yes, I have a show with my buddy, but even even though he, at one point he was doing all that, I still don't know. Like, I've watched him do it, and I still don't know. Yeah. Like, it just depends on how much we want to take out. Yeah? Yeah. Well, I, well my point was, I'm an adult now, and I am more than willing to admit to something I have no idea. And that's great. Especially when it's something I probably should know. You're growing as a human. I like to think so. Yeah. Outward, too. That was a fat joke I made, but I, I understand. You All made right. the motion with your hands. Let's get. I know, and they couldn't <laughs> see it. Like, I made the Santa Claus fat belly motion with my hands. Is that a Santa. Does he own that motion? I don't know. I just. That's who I associate <laughs> that motion with. And I bet people who can't see me are, are. They know what I'm doing, where I'm, like, doing, like. Send us videos on, on Twitter of what you think my arms doing. around a big belly. Um, <laughs> you so, have another question you wanted to ask me, I see. No, I have a sports thing. Oh, okay. Is that not a question? There's a question mark there. there. It is a question, but it's not a random question. It's a sports thing now. Oh, okay. We're changing the sports. Yeah, I just had that random. I saw that question. And you, and want, I, you I wanted to okay. get your opinion. Oh, real quick, though. Um, so, Sawyer, mm-hmm. he wanted to know, right, if we were to... Basically, we have to pick between Mexican food. I can't remember exactly what we had to do. Okay, sorry. Mexican food, Chinese food, Italian food. Rank them. Um, do you want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. Because uh, I know mine. Italian food, Chinese food, Mexican. Dude, same. And when I told him that, he was like, that's insane. Why? He's like, you have it totally backwards. What? He said that he ranks Italian food last. Oh, garbage. Yeah. Th- that ranking is garbage. I mean, Italian food's amazing. And RJ was the same as me. I assumed RJ would put Italian at the top of the list. Yeah. <laughs> RJ, RJ was like... I was like, food or people? And I'm like, nope. Food or... <laughs> <laughs> nope. I was like, nope, nope. 
<laughs> nope, that's not what we're doing. Oh my goodness. Ah, uh, water. Oh gosh. Anyway, all right, go on with your sports question. Okay, I so had, I just had to talk we had a, we had a pretty hefty debate about this over the weekend, and so I figured I'd bring it up. Okay. Should this this is two parter? Should the Saints, the New Orleans Saints, mm-hmm. go with Jameis Winston this mm-hmm. offseason or Taysom Hill? You want my answer to that question? Yeah, first. before I ask you the okay. next part, they should go with Jameis Winston. Why? Because he's the more experienced quarterback. I think he has. I think he's a better thrower of the football. That is exactly. And I'm not bullshitting because we're doing a show and we're on the air. What I said to Brad, I'm like yeah. he is the better, the better thrower of the football. And then Brad asked me a he question. He needs to learn how to take care of the football. So Brad asked me a follow up question. That I don't feel like I could answer. Okay. Which was. If that's the case, then why did one of the best coaches in the league go with Taysom Hill instead this last season? I think the biggest reason why they went with Taysom Hill last season is because he was more comfortable with the playbook than Winston was in that moment. And also with the way that Drew Brees was playing, I think that bringing in Winston would have created more controversy than bringing in Hill, who was already acclimated to the game. Whereas, yeah, because Hill wouldn't... I don't know if Hill was ever considered the long-term option. Right. Whereas Winston was brought in as potentially a guy. That as the guy that would take over for Breeze. That's a better response than I gave him, which I think I just said. I I think at the time he went with Taysom Hill because he's better at managing the game, or at least their offense, than Jameis mm-hmm. Winston would have been, which is more or less kind of what you said. But He's also more explosive, I think, in the sense yeah. that you can do more things with him probably but you also need another quarterback on the field to really get the most out of Hill because you're going cuz he's going to be running routes he's going to yeah. be running the football and he can't hand off or pass it to himself no i also i mean you could hand it off so i him. think you're going to see plenty plenty of games where Winston and Hill they're both on the field at the same they're going to be both on the field at the same time uh, my thing was i don't see i didn't see a scenario where Taysom Hill was the better quarterback. And basically Brad was saying, why then why then did Peyton, who is a great offensive coach, go with go with Taysom Hill? More or less saying like, what is it that you think you know that he doesn't know about Jameis Winston? And really what I meant was Jameis Winston is somebody who's going to make way more plays with his actual arm when they have the weapons to do so than Taysom Hill is going to. He's a lot more of a gadget guy. Like, yeah, they, they may be hard to game plan for when it comes to their unpredictability, but Jameis Winston, despite throwing 30 touchdowns and 30 picks his, his last season as a starter, mm-hmm. he is going to sling that ball all over the field. Yep. And you're going to... You may give up more points because of his interceptions thrown, but you're going to score more points... And I feel like I was I was in a good position to give this opinion because, as you know, I, I had Alvin Kamara all last year. I watched plenty of the Saints offense. Mm-hmm. And I saw a steep decline in production from Kamara when Taysom Hill was in compared to Drew Brees, who was also not playing very well. Yeah. Bruce was a ch- or Bruce. Brees was a checkdown machine. Yeah. And Taysom Hill... Was a do-it-myself machine. Yeah. A lot of running... Um, he was targeting the tight ends a lot more than Breeze ever was. Yeah. And, which also, by the way, is, I mean, I've talked to you about this, where why I traded Kamara to begin with. Yeah. I just, I have zero faith in that Saints offense. This is, this is the biggest reason why I think they didn't go with Hill. Or, I mean, they did go with Hill and they didn't go to Winston. 
It's it was playbook recognition at the time. I think now that Winston's been the backup for a full year, he has a full training camp under his belt. Well, he will have a full training camp under his belt, a whole preseason, and then he'll be ready and 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 willing to go. And my whole thing is Winston and Hill together with Winston being the main quarterback is going to be how that Saints offense is going to be most effective. Because will yeah. like Hill's going to be able to be used as a wide receiver, as a running back, as a quarterback. That's a good point. Winston can't be used as a running back. He's not going to be used as a wide receiver. No. He's only going to be used as a quarterback. So I think you're going to see a lot of plays where Hill will line up in the slot. He'll do an end around. Winston will pitch him the ball. Hill's going to be rolling out to his left, and he's going to sky one over the top to, like, Michael Thomas or yeah. something. Like, you're going to see a lot of gadget plays like that. You're going to see just random handoffs to Hill because he's good at that kind of stuff. Yeah. He's a better overall football player than Jameis Winston. Yeah. Winston is a better pure passer. Yeah, and I and I, I definitely agree. I, I think where I was trying to go with my argument with Brad was that you, sh- you should have went with Winston or maybe they should have done what you just said more last year when Breeze went down. I don't disagree with the, with what they did last year. Actually, I think it makes sense why they went with Hill. Sure, I'm 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 leaning more towards the future of your franchise. Like Breeze is gone now. Yeah, I feel like you need to. You can't run as much as what you just said is probably going to work this year. Mm-hmm. You can't do that forever. You no, need you to can't. solidify that guy, which and, is why Winston will get those snaps. Right. I think, but I at some point I think. The focus needs to just be Winston. And Brad was essentially saying, why can't it be Taysom Hill? And I'm like, because he's not a good as good a thrower. And also, he's like 31 or 2 years old now. Like, that's not your franchise quarterback anymore. <coughs> not to say 32 is an old person or anything. But in the scheme of in NFL football, quarterbacks, old, yeah. that's not when a guy starts as a franchise quarterback. No, not, not. not generally. I don't know if he's that old. I think he's... 30. I think he's about the same age as Winston. No, he's with, definitely older. Is he older? Winston's only like 25 or 6 now, I think. I mean, Hill, I'm pretty sure, is in his People 30s. People are so young in the NFL. It's crazy. Because, well, Winston got drafted and he was like 20 years old. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Yeah, no, I think that's a good question, though. And, and have, they still haven't come out with who's starting yet, so. No, but, I mean, they're showing a lot of Jameis Winston stuff, which makes you feel like it's going to be mostly Jameis Winston. Yeah. But that's the assumption, anyway. Maybe that's what I would assume. Speaking of that, the Cowboys are on hard knocks. Yep. I'm a little disappointed. Really? You wanted the Jets to be on the hard knocks? Well, I knew that they wouldn't be on the hard, on hard knocks because they have a rookie coach. So that gets oh, them out right, of right, being right. obligated to do so. Um, there were a few teams that... the te- Of the teams listed, I can't remember all of them. Of the teams listed, I wanted to see the Panthers. Because I wanted to see... Sam Darnold. I wanted to see him and how he would act in, in Carolina... I like Christian McCaffrey a lot, so I would have liked to have seen that. That's true. Robbie Anderson is a great character guy. I would have loved to have seen him. Um, and I really like the, their coach, who their name is his name is slipping my my mind at the moment. Matt Rule. Yes, I really like him as a coach. So yeah. I, I would have liked to see his attitude. And I just think that because I don't know anything about him other than he came from Baylor, right? Yeah, and um, I don't know. I just think the Cowboys are kind of boring. I listen. You're preaching to the choir. I don't usually watch Hard Knocks anyway. Yeah, Hard uh, Knocks is a good time. It is, and I feel like the most I watch it is when the Jets were on it. It was easily the best. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a Jets fan, but I have watched. It's because it was Rex Ryan, dude. It was entertaining. Rex Ryan is so funny, dude. Like he's just <laughs> and he's just passionate and like yeah. I don't know. He just 
if the camera's on him, there's nobody else in the room. This felt like to me, and I, this is why I even brought it up, uh, aside from just remembering, uh, that this feels like maybe from the Cowboys end or maybe HBO's end, like a money grab, right? Because Dallas is one of the most popular NFL franchises. It's the third time they've been on. And it just feels like a money grab, kind of like, really? You put the Cowboys on, so I gotta Mm. like listen to their goofy fans. Yeah, it's the third time they've been on Hard Knocks. Did I tell you I hate the Cowboys? I've heard you mention it once or twice. I've read your diary. I hate them. I hate them. Yeah. I read your diary. It just says, I hate Dallas on every page. June 7th, 1975. It's, okay. 14 years before I was born. Uh, 24. 75. It's 14 years before 89. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're right. Uh, I added in 10. Math. There's another... It's a buttload of years, though. Stop it. Okay. It's not a buttload. Trying to bring it around. Um, there was another. You know how Brad. I got into asking him about if he if he gets upset about us making the Cam Newton jokes a lot, and yeah. and I I will say it did sound like he was doing a little more backtracking on the Cam Newton commitment. That I don't know if that surprises you or not, but um, he didn't backtrack, but he he elaborated a little more on. Cam Newton, and he wasn't nearly as gung-ho as maybe he was a couple months ago when we talked to him about it. Yeah. And the question I asked him was, first we talked about how, uh, I can't even believe I'm blanking on... Mac Jones? No, their offensive coordinator. Oh, Josh Daniels. Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels. We were talking about how Josh McDaniels was, was in line... Clearly, he was in, he's in line to be the head coach of the Patriots. Whenever Seems like that's why he's sticking around. Right. Otherwise, he would have been the head coach of the Colts a couple of years ago. Right. And and I said, I can't imagine a scenario where Bill Belichick just leaves. And and I thought about it. I'm like, he's been the GM. Bill Belichick has been the Patriots GM for a while now. Mm-hmm. And, I, and then it dawned on me. I was like, what if Bill Belichick is simply priming McDaniels to be the head coach and then he just falls back into the GM spot, which I'm assuming is a lot less stressful, and allows McDaniels to just take over, which would explain why the Patriots went with the Mac Jones who just fell into their lap pick yeah. instead of trading up for a Justin Fields pick who's a lot more like Cam Newton who could have helped transition Fields into the offense they just centered around Cam Newton. So this felt my point was this felt like a McDaniels selection and not so much a Belichick selection, which makes me feel like, based off of what we've seen in the past with McDaniels being pulled from the Colts job or whatever, mm-hmm. that Bill Belichick may be priming to fall back as a GM and let McDaniels take over? Does that sound like something that you think might happen? It's more likely, I think, than him just giving up football altogether. Who, Bill Belichick? Yeah. Yeah. So then I feel me... like his, he does not love his wife enough to just give up football. <laughs> Uh, he loves his dog, though. Let's That's his, fine. Let's his dog do the draft. He has his, do- he has his dog's name is Nike, right? Is it? I'm pretty sure. Oh. So, let's say for for shits and gigs. Okay. That that's the that's what's happening. Let's say Bill Belichick's whole master plan here. Which is, I say poos and chuckles, by the way. I like that better. <laughs> <laughs> let's say that when they... I like to think that Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft convinced Josh McDaniels not to take the Colts job. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's say that... Bill Belichick does plan on falling back into the GM spot. McDaniel takes over as the head coach. Why then would Bill Belichick, who is also the Patriots GM, that's a thing. You're like, I didn't make that up. He is also the Patriots GM. Why let 
Josh McDaniels go do the longest head coach interview with the Philadelphia Eagles than any potential head coach has ever done with any team in NFL history. What I mean by that is he left to go interview with the Eagles on a Friday, went to Philly toward the compound, and then who he didn't even, he only met with Roseman, the Eagles GM mm-hmm. in Philly, then left on a plane from Philly and flew to Tampa to meet with Jeffrey Lurie where he lives, and then stayed and drank all day with Jeffrey Lurie and then stayed in his home and then didn't leave until Sunday. He was at he he interviewed for the Eagles job for like seventy two hours. Yeah, that's crazy. Why? Why? So my question to Brad was, why would Bill Belichick let McDaniel's do that if the master plan here, after taking Mac Jones and everything, why would he do that? Let him go off and interview for a head coaching job for that long, especially. Yeah, I mean, it's really weird, right? It is weird. I think I feel like it's a really weird situation. Going I think on in New England. I think there's Bill Belichick has been known to be to work outside the confines of regular NFL regulations. Yeah. That's the nicest way I could have said that. He cheats. (laughs) I'm not saying he cheats. I'm just saying sometimes he works outside the confines of normal NFL regulations. Um, He's a real outside-the-box kind of guy. (laughs) Inside the box is the rules, and he likes outside the box. Uh, Those are your words. What I'm saying is... You are nodding. I've done no nodding. My head is still... He, he. What if he sent McDaniel's to Philly just just to get a feel for what they were trying to do, mm-hmm. what they were looking for, what their plan was? But that didn't make any sense to me. Like, why the hell would he give a shit what Philly's doing? Why would he care about that? Yeah, they're a bottom five team right now. Yeah, don't get me started. <laughs> don't even get me going. All right, I can't wait to call out all the people. Who, never mind. I won't. Um, Can we? Um, sorry. No. Can we move on to um, the hot dog eating contest quick before this yeah, episode yeah, wraps, go up, ahead. wraps up? Okay, so I just wanted to give a shout out to Michelle Lesko, who won her first Nathan's Famous Women's Championship. Mm. She had 30 and 3 fourths hot dogs in 10 minutes. They measure 3 quarter hot dogs? I think it's more like, like, you know, she had like the hot dog, didn't eat the bun maybe. Okay. That kind of thing. I don't really know how it works. But I watched this. This is disgusting. Yeah, it's gross, dude. It's disgusting. Because sometimes... It's not glamorous Do they dip all. it in the lemonade? Do they you... dip... Well, I think they usually dip it in water. water. But maybe some people have other things. I feel like I saw somebody using lemonade like to drink one. Could have been urine. <laughs> probably wasn't. It's probably gross. wasn't urine. Dude, how long... They interviewed... Or, sorry, go. you do your recap. Oh, no, that was... Go ahead. Well, you're going to say Joey Chestnuts, too, though. Well, okay, yeah. I was going to talk about Mr. Chestnuts. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, yeah. So, he broke his own record, which was 75. So, he's got 76 now. Um, Just wanted to also give a shout-out to Gaz, who had Joey Chestnut on the podcast uh, last week. Super good listen. Yeah, so go listen to Gaz's show. Yeah, getting there with Gaz. Yeah, getting there with Gaz with with, uh, Joey Chestnut. Good stuff. I was just gonna say that I watched his post post game post. We'll say the game post game interview post meal post meal interview. <laughs> I've never seen like he looked like. Do you think first of all after they eat he goes back and pukes? He looked like he was gonna vomit walking Dude, out. Dude, so sh- they're interviewing him. They're trying to ask him questions, and he looks like he is absolutely gonna lose everything that's inside of him. Trying like to not like 
he's he looks like first of all he looks like he's forcing a smile, mm-hmm. and then he also looks like he's literally just gonna just puke the most disgusting combination of stuff you've ever seen. And I'm just like, let this man go relieve himself, because yeah. it clearly looks like he was waiting to do that. Right? How many hot dogs did you eat today? I ate zero hot dogs today. I ate four times as many. That's still zero. Dang it. <laughs> uh, well, I had four, okay? <laughs> I had four hot dogs. And then I ran around and played like, I played like Can Jam and that football <gasps> game that I was telling Can you Jam. about. And Spike Ball. Don't know what that one is. is that it's the, like a little slapping it on yes. the trampoline one. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, played those games and I felt like I was going to vomit. Yeah, and he eats 76 of them. 76 of them. With soggy buns. Which is... Which is what I get when I sit in the pool too long. 76 is a, is a perfectly convenient number for the holiday, really, if you think about it. Oh, 1776. Yeah. Declaration of Independence. Yeah. History stuff. History stuff. stuff. Um, damn it, now I forgot what I was going to say about Joey Chestnut. Oh, there was an issue with the camera... Oh, right. the feed was awful. Was it awful? Yeah, I, it just I didn't kept, like, watch the contest. It just kept like cutting in and out, and there was a point where there was a point where it was like there was like 17 seconds left, and the guy standing behind Joey Chestnut was holding up a sign that said 75, and then it just all cut out. And I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> I watched this whole thing, and I'm gonna—I don't know if this guy wins. I'm like checking. Wait, how Twitter close was the next person? Oh, like 50? Oh, Jesus. What? Like, it was it's over. It's never close. Why did he even in bother eating that many in, then? Because he wanted to beat his own record. In 2020, uh, last year, I'm pretty sure he had the world record for, like, the biggest deficit, which was, like, 33 hot dogs. Jesus. Yeah. Good it's grief, wild. Man. It's insane. But anyway, that's going to wrap up the 4th of July show. So, happy birthday, America. Happy birthday to you. All right, sorry. I'm not gonna, we don't have enough time for I wasn't it. committed to that time. Yeah. Um, go to Twitter, at Travin Rigney. Tweet at our faces what you'd yeah. like us to talk about. And though you're going to hear this tomorrow, if you're drunk last night, call, call us. And we'll pick you up yesterday. Yeah. We'll pick you up yesterday. I don't know why I wasted time even saying that. That's fine. It was a good joke. I liked yeah. it. Yeah. It landed, I think. Because I was going to tell people not to drink and drive, but it's too late. You're hearing this on the 5th. Yeah. If you if you drank and drived, you're wrong. Drank and drived. Jerk. Yep. Idiots. Sorry. All right. All right. Uh, well, we're out of here. Thanks for listening. See ya.